Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Last week, at the very moment I was writing a column praising Apple for its plain way with words, Steve Jobs was entering into an email exchange with a young woman that took plainness to a whole new level. Chelsea Isaacs, a student from Long Island University, had got in touch with the Apple press office to get some information about the iPad for a paper she was writing. Six times she tried, but no response. So she emailed the chief executive to complain. Mr Jobs, I humbly ask why Apple is so wonderfully attentive to the needs of students, whether it be with the latest, greatest invention or the company's helpful customer service line, and yet, ironically, the Media Relations Department fails to answer any of my questions which are, as I have repeatedly told them, essential to my academic performance. Mr Jobs replied, Our goals do not include helping you get a good grade. Sorry. Chelsea composed another long message in which she argued that Apple should have answered out of common courtesy. This time he responded, Nope, we have over 300 million users and we can't respond to their requests unless they involve a problem of some kind. Sorry. So she pointed out that she was a customer and did have a problem, to which he replied, Please leave us alone. It is just possible that Mr Jobs himself didn't write these emails. Indeed, Apple's media relations department has no more replied to queries on that score than they have to Chelsea's. Yet whether he did or not, the world is judging him badly. Profoundly unhelpful, says The Guardian. Various Apple-hating readers have gloatingly forwarded the exchange to me, inviting me to swallow my words of praise. But I'm not going to swallow them. I'm going to spit out some more. Steve Jobs may be a slightly unpleasant piece of work, scary and arrogant, but if these messages are his, I congratulate him on his clarity, his tetchiness, and on being entirely in the right. Chelsea is to be congratulated too. By goading the head of Apple, she has unwittingly stumbled on a much better topic for a journalistic paper than some nonsense about the iPad. The first lesson is about brevity. Her initial message was 473 words. His was 12. His words were short and sharp and easy to understand. Hers, less so. Even in the one unwieldy sentence I've just quoted, she makes three elementary mistakes. She uses the word humble when she isn't. She refers to irony when there is none. And sarcasm is always a mistake in an email, especially if you're trying to get your own way. The next lesson is that it is okay for a CEO to be rude to a customer. The customer need not always be king, especially when he or she is behaving like a spoilt, tiresome brat, so long as the rudeness doesn't involve a loss of dignity and it isn't being used Michael O'Leary style as a tiresome stunt to get attention for Ryanair, then it's fine. Moreover, in this particular case, Mr Jobs' grumpiness was in the public interest. He was making a vital, though unfashionable, point about priorities. 
If I were an Apple shareholder, I'd be reassured to know that the company's top priority did not include helping out Chelsea. The point needs to be made harshly, because modern students simply don't get it. I often get emails from them saying, I'm doing an essay on marketing. Can you please send me everything you've written on this subject? Next time, I'm going to tell them straight. No, I can't. It's not my job. When Mr Jobs was a student, if he needed help, I dare say he did what we all did back then. Ask a teacher or work it out yourself. But Chelsea's generation has been duped by the self-esteem movement into believing its development is a matter of general concern and then duped some more by the internet, which has taught it that the world is democratic and it can have everything right now. Alas, these beliefs sit so deep that Mr Jobs' forceful messages have not struck anywhere near home. Chelsea was last week still indignantly waiting for the busy head of one of the world's most remarkable companies to say sorry. I have nothing against him, she said magnanimously. I hope he gives me a call. I trust she will have to wait an eternity for that call, and in the meantime will grow up and get a job and discover that working life is not a democracy, that there is a hierarchy and that being just a little bit humble isn't a bad way to start. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.